Okay. Welcome to House of Power Outreach. Thank you for joining us for another service. We are just blessed. We're so excited. We had a great time this past Sunday with those who were able to come. It was such a blessing to see folks, and we were excited. Uh, just a quick reminder, we only meet on, on Sundays right now. Uh, Wednesday night service will continue video, and we'll continue video in the Sunday service as well. But it was a blessing to see people. We were so excited. And so we're just so thankful to God. He's so faithful, so, so faithful. Stay excited. Stay uh, just joyous about what God is doing and know that the devil is a liar. and God is, is forever the truth. Uh, I want to enter into some uh, just just a couple quick announcements. Uh, definitely go to our, our House of Power, our church webpage, and and just go there, look through, and, and tell us all about what you see in ministry uh, as well. Donate, continue to. We thank you for your giving. You guys have been so faithful to the church and to God, and, and just being a blessing. We it just it is a powerful testament to what God is doing in your lives and how he's blessing you to be a blessing. And we are grateful. I, I, I speak a word over you that your hands are blessed. Everything you put your hands to do, it shall prosper. And I just believe that with all my heart, soul, mind, and body that you are going out to be a blessing to all those you come in contact with. And so I definitely want to lift you up and let you know that my prayers and, and the word is over you for favor, supernatural, divine favor like a shield. Uh, I got a couple prayer requests. I'm going to pray over uh, Cedric. Uh, he's had, they had found a lump in his chest, and he's going to be seeing the doctor. He put in a request to see the doctor. And so we're just believing God that that is not cancerous or anything. We just believe that he is healed of the Lord. So I need your agreement in that. And, and then this weekend, I will be uh, laying my aunt, uh, doing her memorial service, uh, my mom's last living sibling. And, and so just be in prayer for our family and for unity. So let's go together in prayer. Father, I just thank you for Cedric. I lift him up to you in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you heal in his body. His body's healed from the top of his head to the sole of his feet. I thank you for blessing him and touching him, causing him to be made every bit whole by the power and authority of God. And Cedric is well in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that, that when they see him, that we receive the good report of the Lord. We pray, Father God, over my family. I pray for unity. I pray. For, for such a powerful anointing, a heavy anointing over my family this coming weekend that yokes and bondages will be broken and destroyed forever, forever. I think it will be such a powerful time of unity. The enemy will know what he meant for evil. God is working for his good. And Lord, we bless you. We thank you. I thank you for tonight's message. Thank you, Lord God. Go forth. I just in my spirit, just sense a, uh, just a spirit of, of just confidence. I want to speak confidence over you. Be confident in your, in the word of God. Be confident that you know that God is able to do what he said he's going to do. And, and Lord, I thank you as you minister that word that the souls and lives out there are valuable, that we must be ready to win those to Jesus. And Lord, we just thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Well, go ahead. We're going to jump into the word. It's about soul values. There's a value of, of a soul and salvation. And, and again, and the value of a soul and salvation really is just, just, just that, that, 
you'll give anything you can to see someone come to Jesus and give up what you may feel like is a right to have an opinion just to make sure you don't interrupt or disrupt or become a stumbling block for that person to be born again. Uh, Jesus must be our daily genesis. We must begin with Christ for whatever we're going to do. He is our startup. As I said the last service about God giving us the 23rd Psalms and, and back in August of eight, uh, 2018, and, and so I'm just reading some of those excerpts. I want to be obedient to God because he brought it back up. If you've never read the 23rd Psalms, it is the one that says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And you go back through that. We're going to uh, go on verse 3, which is what we did in this particular message uh, before. It's Psalms 23 and 3. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me uh, in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. I, I, thank, I thank God my prayers for restored souls, for, for people to know that God has not forgotten them. They are blessed. I, I pray a Genesis 8, one moment over you like Noah, 40 days, 40 nights, and then the Bible says God remembered Noah. I don't care how long it's been flooding in your life. God got you. He ain't forgotten about you. Keep your head up. Keep your faith toward God. He has got you. He's got a great plan for you. So we can never underestimate the power and peace that comes from a restored soul everything else can be breaking around you but my soul is glad because God is with me God has got me this is the results of unrelenting prayer that has circled the life of a loved one or themselves to receive the power that was always there to be loved it, great isn't that amazing that as weak as you may feel understand the power of God is right there turn receive whatever you got to do welcome the power that never left your side it is right there and let your soul be refreshed these characteristics makes our soul into a place where it can be blessed so God doesn't want us restless and anxious because those those are things that can make us un, that unsettle and doubt what we were what we were all what we always wanted and what we wanted to be uh, probably the second worst thing behind a lost soul is an unsettled soul. It is the second worst thing, I believe, because when a soul is unsettled, it, it just has no rest in place in a God that gave it rest. There's this unsettled soul. Uh, the lost soul has no hope, but the unsettled soul be has become hopeless. It means it experienced hope. It knows what hope looks like, and it became hopeless in the midst of that. No, go back to that. Go back to hope. Hope is, hope is a blessing. An unsettled soul knows enough truth to be condemned, but isn't responding enough to walk with conviction. God restores our soul to eliminate the enemy's attack against our position in Christ. You know, you think the devil's after you and the devil's after your position because he can't have one. He's not going to go to heaven. He wants your spot. He, well, he can't take your spot, so he wants you out of it. He'd rather have an empty spot. And so you cannot let him take your position. Say, pray, God, give me, restore my soul, my mind, my will, my emotion. God, restore my soul. Receive restoration in your soul. If you say it long enough, you'll have joy, peace, and smile will come on your face because God is restoring your soul right now in the name of Jesus. In Revelations chapter 22 and verse 18 through 20, and amazing when we study in Bible school about the fact that people are afraid to uh, study the book of Revelations, but, but the Bible says you'll be blessed if you read it. Amen. So for I testify unto every man that heareth these words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add to these things, God shall 
add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. He which testifieth these things saith, surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Now, right there should shake enough and especially as believers we know shake enough we got people today because of certain cultural beliefs and what they want to accept that tries to say the bible is irrelevant that the words in there must be taken out or added to to fit what's going on right now now y'all know that's just plumb crazy but the bible says when it's added extra there's plagues when it's taken out, there's a loss of salvation. Now you look at this and think about what we are in the middle of and what people are walking away from. They're walking away from the belief that there's a God because they're trying to say that Bible must have some things added to it so it can fit my daily culture. Let me tell you, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, forever. John 1.1 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. It is first, last, second, all day long all forever it is the word of God it never changes it doesn't matter how strong they act in the culture it doesn't matter how wicked God is not gonna bend to, to bow for wickedness now you got to understand that if you're a believer preach the word give them Jesus give them all of the Bible don't take it out because they may be uncomfortable sometimes in order to change you must become uncomfortable you will never change what you permit and as long as you permit it you will never have the character to change it so say I got to stop doing that I'm going to give them all of Jesus so preaching the coming of Jesus is the main reason we are going for Jesus so you don't know what you're going for if you don't know who came for you Jesus is also going to come back so I'm preaching a comment of Jesus salvation is our was our great come to Jesus moment yeah you know, people say we're gonna have a come to Jesus meeting you know what that means now that they say they're gonna come out and finally start telling the truth hey the truth will set you free maybe if you start with Jesus you won't have to be so busy always coming to him start your life off that way it gives us power to go Tell others about Jesus. Think about being born again and saved. And man, you know, God restore my soul. Return unto me the joy of my salvation. Where I go back to wanting to tell everybody I run into about Jesus. I want to be sure that you're making it to heaven. I've been with Jesus this morning and I'm sent to go and tell you about the goodness of God. Truly, coming to Jesus assures us of one major thing. God doesn't lie and his word cannot be added to or taken away from. It cannot be added to or taken away from. I am saved. I am constantly being saved. And ultimately, when I get to heaven, I'm completely saved from this entire world. So therefore, I walk in the structure of salvation all day, every day. And I run with Jesus. You say, but like he came to us with all, we are to go with all. Jesus died all of Jesus died on the cross. All of Jesus was buried in a tomb. All of Jesus got up. We can't just show up in parts and pieces. Jesus said, bring your all because I gave my all. The only thing I asked was all of you. That's all he asked for. Bring all of it. He came. Outreach is the voice of God that reached in and saved us from all sin and death. When you go out and tell others, that's the voice of God that's in you that saved you from sin and death. 
I'm amazed how many people will give up on someone who's struggling or somebody they think is so evil. Really? You really think someone's too evil to be saved by Jesus? I need to direct you to a mirror in your house and realize if he can save you, he can save anybody. If he can save me, he can save anybody. Don't ever get up. And if you're talking about somebody so much, maybe that's your calling to be praying for that person. Maybe that's your call. Believers should be praying for people. Isaiah 55 verse 11 through 12 says, So my word that proceeds from my mouth will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish that what I please and will prosper where I send it. You will indeed go out with joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst, burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Uh, there is a powerful message about the trees of the fields clapping their hands and, and, and knowing that God is, is the one that is completely in control of everything that we are doing and letting those trees clap their hands. So, so we go forth. I want to go out with joy. In order, the only way to go forward with joy, go out with joy, is to spend time with Jesus, the joy of the world. He knows how to keep us with joy in the world. So if you're not having joy, I'd say start with joy. If I can't go out with joy, that means I never went to the one who has joy for me. God, load me up with joy. I'm tired of entering the days angry. I'm tired of being prepared for a fight all the time. Got my guard up all the time. I'm going to joy so I can go out with joy. Nehemiah 8.10 says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. If you're getting weak and you're running out of joy, that means you're not allowing God to strengthen you. Run to joy. Jesus morning. Run to Jesus. Make that your genesis and that, that's your beginning that God I need a dose of joy. I need a double dose to be strengthened to get through this day. I need to drop my guard. It's wearing me out. I'm tired at the end of the day because if I'm not physically fighting or verbally fighting, I'm mentally fighting. So Lord, lay me to rest from this place of anger and frustration, sadness, doubt, depression. And Lord, I run to your joy. Strengthen me, O oh Lord, that I may go with you. It is the going to him first that sets in motion the strength to believe for his finish. It is our going to God that strengthens us to say, regardless of how things look, it is not over till God says it's over. See, if you've already said and you said doom and despair and agony on me and you go stop and go no, I'm with God. I got joy. I'm strengthened to stay with God. And it's not finished. And my God says it's finished. Galatians 5.22 says joy is one of the fruits of the spirit. Joy is a fruit of the spirit. And it produces seeds. And then seeds, when delivered, create more fruits. And that brings blessings all over the world. Without the strength of joy, the production of life in ours and those around us will suffer from the fatigue of too little, too late. Right? Most people say, if I'd have known now what I knew then. Well, how about you do something with your now? Because, see, we ain't even responsible for the past. We're only responsible for the present and the future. God has already taken up the past. If you're picking up the past, you are breaking into something that God said he took away. And so say, hey, look, I released that. But start dropping fruit. 
Start dropping seeds so that others may benefit from your life. You don't have favor for you. You have favor for everyone around you. Your favor wasn't for you to go out and talk about who you were and sign autograph. Your favor was to bless those around you. God gave you that favor. It's, it's, it's like a shield. That Bible says in Luke 2.52 that he had favor with God and with man. That favor is upon you. James chapter 4 verse 7 and 7 through 8. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your heart, you double-mindedness. And the submitting is the key to that verse. Submit to God daily, especially in morning devotion with Jesus. Empties our hands from not just the dirt. And this is what I love about this. It empties it from the production. You know, yesterday's production is not good for today. And you have to go to Jesus because you could be living off yesterday when God has a whole new set of production for you today. And you could be filled with your hands, right, of what you accomplished yesterday that you do nothing with the day that you're in. And God is saying, most times, and he says, cleanse your hands, sinners. I get that. Get rid of the dirt, but also get rid of yesterday's production because yesterday's production is not going to do anything for you today. But as you submit and say, here, God, I submit myself to you. Clean my hands. I'm ready for today's blessing. Give us this day our daily bread so I can go on with you, Jesus. That is that yesterday's production makes, makes room when you get that clean out for God's restoration. You can't be restored with yesterday's loot. What I mean is that they have carried years of not putting God first. And now the load is unbearable. Now, to be honest, we couldn't carry one day anyway. We couldn't carry yesterday's load alone, much less years of feeling like it ain't going to ever change. But you're not going to God. It ain't going to ever get different. But you're not going to God. I got the same old hurt. I got the same old pain. Go to God. He needs to wash you. Cleanse your hands. Draw near to him. He draw near to you. Cleanse your hands. You got old productive, non-productive stuff you still carry. He needs to wash your hand. He's got a new thing for you today. And let God bless that in you. I take you to Philippians 1.6, and it says, Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So coming to Jesus is what gives us confidence to go for Jesus and believe that all things are possible. It is, it is that coming to God that, that says it doesn't matter if I go if I'm going to pass away, if I'm going to die. Philippians 1, 21, to die is Christ. To die is gain. To live is Christ. To die is gain. So I can go. I can go now. I'm ready to go now because I've come. And when you understand where you've come, you understand how you, it's okay for you to go. And a lot of times, people, you don't want to leave bad things because you won't let the come happen. If you let the come happen, you can let some things go. You can leave some things. You can go. And so one of the things I want you to understand about any situation that you're in, especially a negative one that's addictive or whatever it may be, let the come happen so the go can take place. See, the come sets in motion your go. And let there be a release of the power of God so you can go forward and be free. Who the Son has set free is free indeed as that accomplishment. So coming to Jesus, that's our confidence. Confident means that we are convinced that everything about God is worth taking.
to every corner of the world. The Bible says, I am fully persuaded that neither height nor death nor things to come, nor things in the past shall ever separate me from God. Isn't that crazy, right, right that you, you're fully persuaded? I, I'm not, I'm, I don't need you to, 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 to talk good about me. I don't need you to like me. I'm fully persuaded in my confidence in God that I know nothing can ever separate me from his love. Nothing can ever separate me from his word. Nothing can ever separate me from his power. I'm fully persuaded that I'm going to run with Jesus no matter what. And so you might as well run with me. Let's do this thing together for God, Alpha and Omega, beginning and ending. He is the finisher. I'm confident in this one thing. He that begun a good work in me is able to, to complete it. If God started, it ain't over till God says it's over. It ain't over till it looks like what God's word says it should look like. Don't ever cut, stop short. Don't ever quit. Don't ever give in. Allow God to be that. And when we get there, don't change the story when you show up don't change the story stay consistent the bible says let your yay be yay and your nay be nay everything else is evil everything else is evil and it reminds me of a story this, this friend of mine or says a friend of mine he was moving but i'd been traveling and going and going i hadn't seen my family in a while and me and my kids made a deal we went made a big family breakfast and we had baked bacon and pancake. We was a big family breakfast. And I was just sitting in my pajamas and, and, and he called and said, hey man, what are you doing? I said, nothing. He says, okay man, I, I, I'm, I need help moving. And, and I said, okay. He says, can you come help me? And I said, nope. He goes, oh, so you busy? I go, nope. He says, but well then can you come help me? I go, nope. He says, then why can't you come help me? I said, because I said I'm going to be here with my kids. Now if you want me to help you, I'll come tomorrow. But I'm not. He says, you're not even going to give me a reason? Here's my reason. I'm not coming. I'm going to hang out here with my family. So sometimes we feel like we have to explain things to people when really simply, no, yes. That's what the Bible says. Now, I'm a believer in the word of God. Now, if that person's not a believer in the word of God, that's where they struggle. But don't you denounce the word just to get their opinion and y'all can walk together in some kind of strange opinion. Give them the truth. The truth will make them free. The Bible said, the Bible said, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men. You ain't got to lift up some kind of fake story analogy. Just lift up the word. He'll draw them. Let it be up to God. And as he draws them, that outreach is the same outreach that pull you. The same truth that pull you will pull them. You don't have to go get extra for them. Stay, relate, and sit back and watch God bring them to the front. Don't change the story. Just remember that God will finish what he started. And see, changing the story starts to make us think that we need to help God out. No, we don't. What we have to do is let God's truth take its place. And sometimes we have to pray for that peace, that patience to come over. Some people say, oh, man, I don't want to pray for patience. God will give it to you. Hey, if you need it, get it. You need it, get it. You need to go through some things. But sometimes we want to try to help the word. We want to, we want to plant it, and then we want to dig, up, dig it up and see if it's growing. That's not how seeds work. Plant it and move on. 
plan it, and if it lands in there and gets in there, and, and they may feel like, well, I don't like the way you said it. The Bible says there's some plant, there's some water, but God caused the increase. It may be just your plant day, maybe your water day, but by all means, understand God is going to do the increase. So understand your outreach is to go into all the world and preach the gospel. But before you go into all the world, make sure you come to Jesus and be prepared to go into the world. Make sure you come to Jesus and be prepared to go to your children. Come to Jesus and be prepared to go to your spouse and go to your job and go to wherever else that you're going to do. But come to Jesus first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Everything else will be added. Hebrews 11.6, he's a rewarder of those who diligently, diligently seek him. 11.1 1 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. See the king first. When you see the king first, you'll walk like you have a crown on your head. You'll walk like you have authority in your life. You'll walk like you have a rule in your heart and in your soul about the ruler of the king of kings and lord of lords. That's over you that you can go out and be a blessing and to everyone that comes your way. You are not losing your children to generational and cultural mess. All of a sudden, now the word doesn't matter? No, you put the word up there anyway. You keep speaking the word. It's never outdated because God is not in time. God is not about time. God is all time. God is always, always, and always will be forever with us. And God is going to bless us. Now, I need you guys to bow your heads. Let's pray. Let's get ourselves out. I hopefully stirred you up. Maybe you're as excited as I am. But as your eyes are closed and your heads are bowed and you're praying, uh, Father, I just pray for the restored soul. Souls just getting restored right now in the sound of my voice. No matter what has happened, no matter what has been going on, feeling beaten down, feeling frustrated, Lord, thank you for my soul today. See, because if my soul can get up, the rest of me can get up. I know that that can be added to my walk, can be added to my voice, can be added to my mind, can be added to my hearing because my soul is up. Lord, I repent for letting it lay there for so long, but it's up now. And Lord Jesus, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God, that they're about to encounter people, even with their mask on. And they're going to see, people are going to see there's something different about you. There's a light about you. That's my soul. My soul is up. I, I went in and I came to Jesus. So now I'm going to go and tell you about it. So Lord, as we go into that come place, we come before you to honor you. Father, I pray if there's any person out there that doesn't know you, that doesn't have this confidence that doesn't have this word, doesn't have the, the, this power of salvation, doesn't have the peace of eternity in them. I pray that they receive you and confess you with their mouth and believe in your heart that you died and rose from the grave and said, Jesus, come into my heart. Save me. I receive you, Lord. Baptize me in your Holy Spirit. I welcome you, precious Savior. Lord, we thank you that every person that prayed that prayer is born again. We shout with them. We rejoice with them. And let them know they're going to spend forever with Jesus. And now they can come and go with authority, knowing that they're going to win souls. Father, we thank you in advance for the people that's coming to Jesus. We bless you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We'll have our doors open this Sunday, Father's Day. So fathers, get ready. Uh, 10 a.m. service will start and we welcome you. We'll also be airing on YouTube and Facebook Live. Love you guys. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.